Hi there! Welcome to the Daily Manna. Just as our body is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the Word of the Lord. When my wife gave birth to our first child, she was inside a room where I was standing beside her and we were doing a concept called Lamas. It's a way of giving birth with accompanied with numbers, counting in a chanting form so that she'll be able to deliver the baby normally. However, after several hours of labor, the doctor visited her and checked her again and said that the bag of water already burst. And she told me that, Pastor, we could no longer wait further because she is going to be in a great danger and so was the child's life. So we need to bring her to the operating section right now, operating room for the cesarean section. And so while hearing that, those words, my wife was a bit worried and I think she was anxious about what's going to happen, not only about the, the operation, but I believe she was very anxious about the finances that we might incur in the hospital. And looking at her with her face that was anxious, I told her, don't worry about money. I'll take care of it. The Lord will take care of us. You think of how to deliver that baby, bring that out, bring that baby out safely. And I'm going to think of the bills. So it's like a division of labor for the both of us. And I hope, and I hope so that she trusted those words of mine. And after that, she was brought to the operating room. Now, words can be meaningless that would come out of a person if the one who receives the message does not trust that person who uttered the message. I just hope that my wife my wife's feeling and anxiety was relieved that time when I told her about uh, the financial matters that I'm going to take care of it and God is going to provide for us. And um, I just hope that she, she took those words and comforted her. But as I have said, words can be meaningless if the person who uttered it is not being trusted by the one who received the message. Well, Paul experienced great suffering when he visited Jerusalem, preaching the gospel of Christ. And in one of those times, he was under litigation. And while he was there in front of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he said something like this and received a comfort from the Lord. This is what he said in Acts chapter 23, beginning with verse 6 up to verse, uh, verse 11. It says here, Perceiving that one group were Sadducees, and the other Pharisees, Paul began crying out in the council, Brethren, I am a Pharisee, a son of a Pharisee. I am on trial for the hope and resurrection of the dead. As he said this, there occurred a dissension between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, nor an angel, nor a spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledged them all. And there occurred a great uproar, and some of the scribes of the Pharisaic party stood up and began to argue heatedly, saying, We find nothing wrong with this man. Suppose a spirit or an angel has spoken to him. And as a great dissension was developing, the commander was afraid Paul would be torn to pieces by them and ordered the troops to go down and take him away from, by, from them by force and bring him to the barracks. But on the night immediately following, the Lord stood at his side and said, Take courage, for, uh, for as you have solemnly witnessed to my cause at Jerusalem, so you must witness at Rome also. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word.
Now, those people who were interrogating Paul were Pharisees and Sadducees. And Paul, thinking that these two parties had differences in their belief system, he raised the issue about the resurrection of the dead. And they started quarreling, fighting, and arguing against each other. And so Paul, in a very short way of saying it, he outsmarted these two um, groups of individuals who were interrogating him. And he was taken by the leader of the soldiers because he was afraid that they might torn Paul to pieces. But um, the point that I want us to draw our attention with is in the 11th verse, wherein on that night following the incident, on that night immediately, the Lord himself stood at his side and said this line, Take courage, for as you have solemnly witnessed to my cause at Jerusalem, so you must witness at Rome also. These words, I believe, comforted the Apostle Paul and gave him the courage. Why? Because the person who uttered these words were, utter, was a person that Paul trusted fully with his life. Following this section, you would see that there was a conspiracy to kill Paul. There were 40 individuals who made a vow that they are not going to eat or drink anything until they killed the Apostle. You see this kind of danger that Paul faced during those days. But he was fearless. He, or maybe he had fear, but he was able to manage it. Why, did he, why was he able to manage it? And I th the answer, I think, in, is, in, is directly related with what the Lord told him about when God said, Take courage, as you have witnessed on my cause here in Jerusalem, I am going to be, make you a witness as well in Rome. So while he was in Jerusalem, while there were a lot of conspiracies and threats that he received from the Jews, Paul remained steadfast. Paul remained missional in his mind because he was able to manage the fear that he was facing. And how did he do that? Through the words that came out of the mouth of the person that he trusted so much. And no other than God himself. You know, the words of God may sometimes not really affect the way we think, the way we um, act, or the way we behave because we do not trust the Lord that much. How we take His words, it depends so much on the kind of trust that we have Him, because if we have with Him, because if we truly trust Him, we will take His words and respond to any situation in life according to that perception that we have in relation to what he had promised. There's a lot of promises that God made in the scriptures. All we need to do is search for it and cling to it. Because at the end of the day, if we truly trust the Lord, we will cling on to his word and we will not be um, responding in any situation that is driven by fear deep within our hearts. I hope we learn from the experience of Paul because just as how the Lord told him, take courage, is the same message that God is giving to all of us today. In whatever situation we may face, God is giving us that message, take courage. Because He is going to be with us. He is going to empower us. He is going to preserve us in all circumstances. I am praying that we will respond to any situation with courage in our heart, taking the word of the Lord, trusting the very person who said those words. And I'm praying for every one of you.
that you will develop such kind of a characteristic as you trust God in your journey. Let's pray. Lord, yes, there are several moments that we experience fear in life because it's not normal for a person to have no fear at all. But at the end of the day, as we experience fear, we pray that you will allow us to manage such a kind of feeling that we would experience. And how do we do that? By trusting the person who gave his promises through his word. And I'm praying that your people, all of us, we would learn to trust you fully and will take your word in everything that we do so that we will be able to manage this fear that we may experience in any situation in life. I'm praying for your children. Continue to empower us, continue to strengthen us, and continue to give us courage in facing any difficulty and situation in life for we know that God, our Lord, is truthful to His Word and you will never fail to fulfill whatever you have promised in your scriptures. And so we entrust to you all of our lives and all the things that we will be doing in your name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all.